This is the Tao of Christ, and I'm Marshall Davis. In this podcast, I explore the mystical roots of Christianity, which Jesus called the Kingdom of God, which church historian Evelyn Underhill called the Unit of Life, and which Richard Rohr calls the Universal Christ, and which I refer to as Christian non-duality, unitive awareness, or union with God. This is the Tao of Christ. Good afternoon. This is Marshall Davis, and I'm recording this outside on my back porch overlooking my backyard on this warm summer day. And I'm going to be talking about seeing God in your backyard. When our oldest son, who is now 45, when he was very young, maybe five or so, He lost something in our backyard. I don't even remember what it was he lost, but he was looking for it, and my wife was helping him find it, and they were not having much luck. So she said to our son, let's ask Jesus to help. So they both closed their eyes and prayed. And then our son opened his eyes and asked, well, where is he? It's no surprise that this empirically oriented boy went on to love science and become a biology major in college. He did not follow his father into ministry. He is now a business banker. Facts and figures seem so much more real than spiritual matters, but in reality, God is more real. Real in the sense that God is not theoretical. For a lot of people, God is nothing more than an idea that they may or may not believe in. That is not the God that I'm talking about. That's a fake God. That's nothing more than a concept in our minds. I'm talking about a God who can be seen. I'm talking spiritually, of course. I'm not talking about with our physical eyes. God is not an object in time and space, like the teapot that Bertrand Russell rhetorically theorized was orbiting the sun between Earth and Mars. That was his way of ridiculing and disproving, he thought, the existence of God. But that's just disproving God as an object whose existence has to be taken on faith. God is not an object in time and space. God is not a teapot. God is that within which time and space appears. God is what we might call consciousness. You can't see consciousness, but you know it it exists. As Descartes famously said, I think, therefore I am. You know that you exist, even though you might not be sure of much else. Everything else might be a hallucination in our minds, but our existence as something, having the hallucination, cannot itself be a hallucination. What our existence is and what it means can be debated, but that we are cannot be denied, and it is the same with God. I don't believe in in an idea of God. God is not an idea. That in my thinking, is idolatry. God is another word for reality. I do not have faith in the existence of God. I am aware of God. 
I see God in my backyard. As I am recording this, as I said at the very beginning, I am sitting on my back porch and I can look out and I can see birds visiting our feeders and squirrels and chipmunks that are scurrying around and I see maple trees that fill our, our yard. I can see the sky, I can see the clouds, fluffy white cumulus clouds. I can feel the warmth of this summer day that's about 90 degrees and humid and I can smell the scent of the earth and the, the vegetation. I can hear sounds like the birds and the chipmunks and the squirrels and occasionally I can hear the sound of a vehicle passing by or maybe someone walking by or a cyclist riding by, maybe a dog barking once in a while. These are all objects but it is possible to see God also, not as an object like these objects, but we can see God. Let me see if I can lead us into this spiritual type of seeing. He who has eyes to see, let him see, as Jesus said. If you're in, in a backyard or in a setting or something like that, pick something to look at. I think it is easier with something alive, so I normally pick the trees because I connect with them. I perceive them as fellow creatures on this earth. And when you look at the trees or you look at whatever else you're looking at, change your attention from what you're looking at to what is looking. Now by that I don't mean imagining seeing your eyes physically, like looking in a mirror. I'm referring to the awareness that is seeing the trees or whatever else. Turn that awareness in on itself. Notice what is aware. Now this is done intuitively of course because you can't physically you know turn your eyeballs around and look at what I'm referring to but you can be aware of what is seeing and comprehending and perceiving through your eyes. Just notice that and then rest back into this awareness, which is the essence of what we are. Now, I'm not talking about our human identity, you know, our name or our history or our memories. I'm simply referring to the awareness, which is deeper and earlier than all that. Turn your consciousness in on itself and notice what is without labeling it or adding any ideas to it. Just look and experience what is experiencing. Pure consciousness. Relax back into that awareness. For me, this feels like falling back into an easy chair or laying back onto a comfortable bed. It's like coming home. It is letting down all the emotional guards and intellectual concepts and just being, being what we are. In my experience, it feels like deep peace and joy. Sometimes I liken it 
to falling asleep, except this is falling into wakefulness. It's like waking up from a daydream. All of a sudden, I am present. Whereas before, it seems like I'm only partially present, half asleep, going through life in a daze. What I'm talking about here is what lies beneath all mental states, including our normal wakefulness and our normal sleeping. This I perceive as spaciousness. It is as if infinity is within me. You know, the book of Ecclesiastes says that God has placed eternity in the hearts of men, in the hearts of people. I think it is referring to this. Eternity is a very good description of this because there is no time, there, is no, there are no boundaries. The whole physical world that we see outside appears within this. It feels like the whole universe is within me. And I'm not talking physically here, and I'm not talking philosophically either. I'm talking simply experientially. You know, I do not want to go down the road of religious philosophical speculation and draw any philosophical conclusions. I'm not advocating any particular world view. I'm talking simply about what we experience. And what I experience is consciousness that is clear and it is bright and it is endless and I know that this is what I am. I feel like I have been this for as long as I can remember, even though my body has changed over my 70 years and my thoughts have changed and my emotions have changed and my opinions and all sorts of things, including religion and spirituality has changed. This awareness has not. It is exactly the same consciousness that I was when I was 12 years old or six years old or even from my earliest memories when I was two years old. In other words, who I really am has remained changeless in the midst of all the changes that have happened in my life and in my body and in my personality and in my mind. This is what I know myself to be, which means, therefore, that I am not that personality or this body, even though these things are temporary characteristics of this human expression of what I am. But this consciousness is unchanging, eternal, infinite, this way I feel it. I said at the beginning of this episode that I was going to talk about God, and here I am talking about my true nature. That is because the two are related. In fact, the two are one. That is what non-duality is all about. All is one. That's what the Upanishads teach when they say, that thou art, or thou art that. Atman is Brahman. The eternity in our hearts is eternal God. The kingdom of God is within that eternal, changeless, infinite 
boundless presence that we have known all of our lives is God. It's just a matter of seeing that. God is not a being out there somewhere that is separate from me. There's no dividing line between the two. The two are one. God is closer than our juggler vein, as the Quran says. In him we live and move and have our being, as Paul told the Greek philosophers in Athens. We are in God and God is in us. The world is in God. It's all in the mind of God, which is what I think it means to be the creation of God. And that's the mind which is in us, according to Scripture. When we look inward, we see God. When we look outward, we see God. Everywhere we look is God. All we have to do is see, is look, and God is everywhere. Now, before you call the Inquisition and report me as a heretic, remember that this is exactly what Christian theology means by the omnipresence of God. Remember that the scriptures say that we have the mind of Christ. The Apostle Paul says, Who has known the mind of the Lord that they should instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. So this is grounded in the God talked about in Christian scriptures, although God is not normally described this way in traditional Christian theology. But let me get back now to your experience of this. Look at the world. Look at the trees or the sky or whatever it is that you have chosen to look at. Look again and see if you see any difference between that which is out there, that tree out there, and what's in here. Not physical difference, of course. You know, I know I'm not made of wood and bark, even though we are both carbon-based and we share a lot of the same genes. I'm talking about essential difference. There is no essential difference, is there? As I look, there is no inside and outside, no boundaries at all, except the artificial ones that we create in our minds through our classification of things. God out there is God in here. Everything is divine being expressed in a multitude of ways. In us being, divine being is expressed as human beings, which is simply a species of primate. We are not really different than any other animal. We are all expressions of God. It just so happens that our brains have evolved enough for us to be, be aware of what we are. But a lot of people do not want to be aware of what I am talking about. Our survival instinct kicks in. Our ego fights against this because, as the Bible says, no one can see God and live. To really see God means the death of who we are, who we think we are the death of the ego. It means seeing ourselves as nothing more than a fiction created by the brain, an illusion. And that's the thing that our separate individual selves do not want, does not want to happen. So it argues against it. We are the divine aware of itself as divine and aware of itself as the universe. 
This is what it means to be spiritually awake. It means to be aware of our true nature and the true nature of the world and the true nature of God. And that this is all one, non-dual. This is all divinity expressed in various forms, which as a whole we call the universe. And uni means one. We are this one, this whole, as well as the individual parts of the whole. To wake up to this reality is to see God. This is visible right in our own backyard. Just go out and see for yourself. That's it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com. You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net. My blog, Spiritual Reflections, can be found at marshalldavis.us. There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.